Welcome, it's the Con Guy Comic-Con Prep Show. We've got a big episode this week. We are covering six cons to close out your year of 2016. Plus, we review Stanley's LA Comic-Con, Los Angeles Comic-Con, and so much more this week. I hope we can fit it all in. The top ten franchises of the year, plus the best cosplay from the worst movies this week. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, the Con Guy, Comic Con Prep Show. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it is the Con Guy, Comic Con Prep Show. Welcome back. Hopefully you are subscribing here, because we never know when we're going to be on. It's usually every couple of weeks, and uh, we probably have one more episode this year, maybe two, but probably one more. But this week is going to be an awesome week. we got such a great collection of guests and regulars this week. So glad to have Emma back this yeah. week and Thomas here, uh, two people that were doing some panels at Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con this year. So yeah. we're going to be talking about that. We're also going to talk about five, no, 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 six. If you went in at the last second, your six Comic Cons you can see to, to round out your year and then just so much more. But let's go ahead and get started. I am Jim. I am the co-host of the Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show. I am the managing editor of theconguy.com. Um, check us out, and you can follow me on Twitter at thekanguy.com. And let me go ahead and ditch it off to Derek here. Yeah. My name is Derek. I'm a contributor to thekanguy.com, and you can find me on Twitter when I actually get on, which is not that often anymore. <laughs> okay, at conguyderek. I'm, to <laughs> I'm Tom. I'm uh, executive director of screenwriting at Azusa Pacific University here in Los Angeles. You can find me on Twitter at. Tom Dave L A T H O M D A V E L A. And I'm Emma Fife. I can be found on numerous after shows at our sister network, AfterBuzz TV, including currently Ash vs. Evil Dead, Star Wars Rebels, and Bob's Burgers. And you can find me all over the internet at my name, Emma Fife. And I'm Rick Bond, special guest for tonight. <laughs> by Hollywood, uh, or by day, I work in Hollywood, uh, do scripts and acquisitions. By night, I work in comics. And listen to the con guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm Luke Cheeseman, also known as Cheeseman on the Couch. You can find me at Con Guy Luke. And I'm with theconguy.com, the social media director. All right. Welcome, everybody. And, and Rick is kind of underselling himself a little bit. I just want to uh, show this is uh, one of the comic books that Rick has a hand in. Rick, tell us, can you tell us about what this is? And pass that over to Rick so he can. Page by page, please. Yes, display it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. My job in Hollywood is reading scripts and looking at terrible movies and trying to find something that the companies I work for can make or produce. So as a person who loves stories and loves writing, eventually you want to just make your own crap yep. instead of looking at everybody else's crap. That's fair. And uh, so I had the opportunity a year or so ago to create a comic, and I thought, well, what would be more interesting than a soulful Neanderthal who can't speak, who has to battle for survival in the primordial world, all the while wondering about his spiritual destiny? <laughs> and uh, so that was kind of the comic I created through this uh, indie comics is an anthology. And it's great. We went out through Diamond. We've gone up to three issues so far. I've done uh, three eight-page shorts. Called His name is Roar. Uh, this first one is Why Did the Caveman Cross the Sea? <laughs> and, uh, 
as a storyteller, it was just fun to give him a basic arc. Every issue, he has to meet a specific need. So it was a lot of fun. And then we just got on Comixology this last week. Right on. Oh, oh fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So now I exist <laughs> as a comic creator. It's like, you know, actor to IMDb. Sure. It's the same yeah. with comic Comixology. creator to Comixology. So. <laughs> I'm a real boy. <laughs> and, like, and, and, and on another side, Rick is one of the best people to look at your script. There's a number of us in here who write scripts. And... Uh, you may think that he hates it. I think that he hates everything. He's I ever honest. let him read him. Very, like, very honest. He's just very, very <laughs> honest. He's very good. He's been doing how many? How many scripts do you think that you have doctored and read over the years? Forty-two hundred. Exactly. Four two zero zero. You said that without hesitation. Like wow. Eight and a half page. <laughs> he only read a half page one. Yeah. And there's a there's a there's ten years you can't get back. Rick, <laughs> thank you for coming out tonight. We're so excited. Plus, Rick is a a, a big fan of the Comic Con scene. He is raising his daughter right, taking her with him. That's so. right. And um, you um, were up at you. Uh, I was up in Portland. Yeah, Portland, we yeah. we hail from the Pacific Northwest. Recently nice. moved here back to L.A. And so we got Seattle covered, we mm-hmm. had Portland covered, uh, that whole upper corner. So all nice. of I have three young kids. They all cosplay. Uh, we go to all the conventions up there, and uh, we didn't make it to Kamikaze or Stanley's, mm-hmm. but we will next time. Well, we have got that one covered, so we're <laughs> going to be jumping on that one in just a second. But first up, Derek, we're going to let you kind of go yeah. through the bulletin board, and um, feel free to jump in, guys. The bulletin board this week is, uh, we're calling it kind of like the five. We threw one in at the last second. The six shows that you can um, look at to close out your year. We are coming to the end of 2016. There's still a bunch of shows everywhere, a lot of regional shows, but these are kind of like a, more of your your shows, the ones we're used to a few days long. You get some celebrity guests. You get a lot of comic creators. You get a lot of authors, a lot of things going on. So why don't you go ahead and tell All us right. what's coming up. Yeah, and as usual, there's pretty much something somewhere every weekend. But November 18th to 20th, uh, Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention which apparently has more of a paranormal side to it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a dark a paranormal convention. And, yeah. um, let's see, Haunted Doll Investigations, uh, Ghost Hunting, uh, Terror Reading, Cryptozoology, Seance, Remote... Wow. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah it's, and they so, have comic the books, The power too. of Christ compels you. Yeah. Is this, is this a, a comic convention, or is this like a, a wicked gathering? <laughs> Not that I judge that. That's Ex-or-con. fantastic. But. Well, they, uh, they have some members of... Two high priestesses of the Fellowship of Avalon. I, I'm not sure what that is, but it, I'm, it sounds like it belongs there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then the same weekend, November 19th to 20th, New Jersey Comic Expo. And let's see, that features, let's see, a few actors from Stranger Things and some from Walking Dead. Let's see, Steve Coulter, uh, Major Dodson, uh, Catherine Dyer from Stranger Things, Randy Havens from Stranger Things, Lou Temple from Walking Dead. So that'll be a fun one in New Jersey this coming weekend. And then December 2nd through 4th, Spooky Empire Orlando, which this is one of those that was canceled because of the hurricane and got Her- moved hurricane back. Hurricane Matthew, right. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things cast is still planning to attend. Also, Elvira, a lot of horror actors, because oh, yeah. it is more of Which a- surprises me. I thought that uh, Scarlet this year was her final, kind of her final round of shows, but it's cool to see the I don't know. I feel like Stan Lee's been saying this is my last convention <laughs> for about six years now, so... Well, it's his last convention on the East Coast sure, or Canada. Sure, or, right, you know, right, right. Of, of 2016. Yeah. Like, I swear, yes. this year I meet yeah. it. He never quite yeah. adds that little fine print of, like, yeah. of this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, the weekend after that, December 9th through 11th, Fort Lauderdale Paradise City Comic Con. Uh, it ha- features uh, guests such as Arthur Darville, Summer Glau, 
Uh, Peter Weller, James Marsters, Tara Reed. Wait, Tara Reed. Yeah. <laughs> Tara Reed is making her Comic Con appearance for what purpose? Sharknado. Oh, Sharknado. Oh, okay, Sharknado. So, what am I thinking? What am I thinking? What am I thinking? <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, Tara. Wait, why is that funny? It's great. It's great. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I think a Sharknado is much more likely than a zombie apocalypse, to be honest, and you need to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Manu Bennett. Uh, yeah, so. Wait, wait, wait. My That's favorite. What? Rico Browning, Creature oh. from the Black Lagoon. That's my favorite yes. all time yeah. monster. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. So, like, what? This was that, this guy was the monster? Yeah. The creature. Wow. The, creature. He was the, the creature. creature. But only really? for the scenes on the land. Ago. Oh, I didn't know I that. I believe, because there, they had an actual Olympic Perfect. swimmer. Yeah. Who was the creature for all of the underwater so shots? About, uh, but now I'm trying to think if it was if it was two people or if it was just Rico Browning. I'm no, I think refer to the internet. <laughs> I think you may be right. I I, I took a yeah. tour of um down in Florida where they shot a lot of those underwater scenes and they 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 talked about the electric the electric swimmer the yeah, Olympic, Olympic swimmer. Yeah. I wonder how old he is now. Close to dead. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. No, okay. Scratch that. Rico Browning was the underwater. Oh, okay. Oh, so he was, was the underwater gill man. So he was yep. the Olympic guy. Yeah. Yes, and Ben Chapman was the monster on land. I okay. knew it was two people. So, I used to tell this story a lot. He was the creature who was actually in the in Black Lagoon. In the water, lagoon. yes. He was the actual creature in the Black Lagoon. Yeah. He still swims, just much slower. Yeah. <laughs> and this is at the, the Paradise City Comic Con in Fort Lauderdale, right? Yes. Okay, December 9th through 11th. Nice. And then also December 9th through 11th in uh, Pittsburgh, Steel City Comic Con. That has Bonnie Very Wright, clever. who played Jenny Weasley. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Carrie Payton, who is Ezekiel in Walking Dead yes, right now. It's Kari Payton. Sorry, Kari. <laughs> who's my favorite I've new character on the show movie. this year? Have you seen? You, yes. Ezekiel, he's amazing. He's yes. amazing. One episode and he's already at the cons? Awesome. Hey, it's, it's, it's he'll, be around, he'll be around all season. Kari has had a very, very long and uh, um, prolific voice acting career, oh, is actually. He, yes. Is he Cyborg on Teen Titans? He sure is, yeah. Ah, he's been Cyborg on Teen Titans for okay. forever. Uh, he is uh, Grimlock on Transformers Robots in Disguise. He is Aqualad in Young Justice. Justice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, he's got yeah. a great voice, so it makes sense. He does, sense. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. he's a, a wonderful human being. <laughs> so if you see a brother in a cartoon, it's probably Kari. <laughs> it's probably Kari. <laughs> So well, he's going to be so a good bad. company because there's also Michael Kudlitz, uh, who plays Abraham, yes. and Josh McDermott, who plays Eugene, both from Walking Dead. Uh, Mitch Pileggi from The X Files is going to be there. Love mm. him. Love him. Just yeah. And then a couple actors, let's see, from the classic uh, Fright Night. Fright Night. Amanda Beers, William Ragsdale, and Stephen Jeffries. The, the three main people from uh, Fright Night. That's yeah. awesome. That's it's cool. it's so funny. I feel like in the convention scene, especially having gone to like 12 or so conventions, I feel like this year. You get such an interesting mix at these shows of, like, the people who are hot right now mm-hmm. and then, like, the people who were in something many, many years ago that mm-hmm. is is in some way not so much iconic as it has a cult following. Right. And then they kind of, you know, at any at any given convention, there's going to be, like, at least three Power Rangers. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, we left them off the list. They're probably at every one of these conventions. But, like, there's one convention that it's not on the list. It yeah. looked really cool, but it, it didn't have anybody I recognized except for I had the guy who played the Lizard Man in that Star Trek episode that was Amazing. wrestling with Oh, Gorn? <laughs> okay, you know him. <laughs> Paul Gorn. Yeah. I love how all three of us at the table turn like, you mean the Gorn? Yeah. <laughs> in the room now. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jim. Okay. okay. We love you anyway. Okay. Yeah. 
And then finally, December 9th through January This is 1st. the last one we put on the list. We were going to have five today, but this one is really cool. Right, I like because this. you are rounding out the year, and this is literally, you know, New Year's Eve yeah. through New Year's. All right, Marvelous Nerd Year's Eve with Stan Lee in Dallas. There we go. It's the final one of the year. Sure. <laughs> so, cool, geeky way to close out 2016. Stan Lee, all four days, and over 30 celebrity oh, guests, man. artists, authors, and panels around the clock. After parties each night till 2 a.m., Michael Rooker, Sam Jones, Nichelle Nichols, Jason Muse, uh, Robert Picardo, Greg Sestero. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. I'm sorry. It's close enough. Um, lots more creators, artists, and cosplay. Four big Nerd Year Eve parties to choose from. That's really intense. The Nerd wow. Year Eve parties on New, Nerd Year on New Year's Eve. The Nerd yeah. Year Eve. You have four different parties to choose from. There's one with like. Heavy disco, heavy dancing, one with classic music. It's gonna. It sounds like a great. That actually idea. does sound kind of fun. If yes. I didn't have somewhere else to be on New Year's Eve this year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listen, I don't want to be Jim. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, honestly, I cannot think of be. any way to better spend New Year's Eve except the way that I'm spending New Year's Eve, which is getting married. <laughs> but and I'm in the wedding, so I gotta be there. Yeah, <laughs> going out with a bang. Right, going man, out I, with a I got a lot of friends in Dallas. Is all I'm saying. I mean, I know. Like, doesn't it look awesome? So yeah, I guess this fun. means Stanley's not coming to my wedding. Uh, thanks. Oh, no, he's not. Man. Yeah, thank you for not RSVPing and just planning a convention, you know. But the, the con guy's covering it live, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait till you see the bachelor party in a couple weeks. <laughs> I hope we're not covering that live. Okay. Wait, it's going to be on the con guy, yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> What, do you have anything else there? No, that's all on the list. I mean, that takes us through the end of the right, year. Right, and those are some. Yeah. Those are perhaps the uh, the biggest the biggest events that are happening. I do have one more that it's kind of in the news section. There is one more event that's happening. Let me see if I can find it real quick. There's a cruise. There's a con cruise that's happening. Um, da, 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 where to go? Where to go? Oh, Fancy. Actually, that's next year. So we'll we'll cover that in a second. Yeah. But um, I'll go ahead and cover it now. Fancy is happening in January. They're uh, Royal Caribbean, the brilliance of the seas. They're going to have ports of call in Key West, Florida, mm-hmm. and Cozumel, Mexico. With celebrities from, you guessed it, The Walking Dead. They are stinking everywhere. This is, by the way, they're coming up a little bit later in this little thing, and we're going to be talking about the 10 biggest franchises of the year. The Dark Knight, Stranger Things. There's another one. Mm -hmm. Superheroes will hold panels aboard the ship along with panels from Marvel, DC, and others. You can register at Royal Caribbean. I just think this is really cool. They're calling it one of the very first fan conventions on the sea. So have you heard of something like this before? Yeah, I mean, I I had friends that were supposed to be contracted to do... A similar thing, but I believe that the cruise they were doing was really more focused on cosplay, but I don't mm-hmm. think it ever ended up happening. Yeah, okay. Um, but I, I mean, th- I feel like this is certainly not the first time something like this has been attempted, but I think the fact that they have, like, specifically Royal Caribbean on board, and obviously that is a huge brand, and it's a company that has a lot of money. Right. So... I know uh, that somebody <laughs> brought in... A- um, a cruise ship to San Diego Comic Con this past year to serve as a hotel, but right, but right. On the hotel, they had some special events and things, but it wasn't quite a convention all to oh, itself. Right, like a convention on the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> so this is something interesting. I'll be, we'll be uh, keeping an eye yeah. on this. Um, just a couple of uh, things for news this week, and you guys jump in because I know you guys. We were talking before the show to celebrate the Blu-ray DVD and a digital HD release of X-Men Apocalypse, which is one of the movies we'll talk about a little bit later. Do we um, have to? Uh, okay. Fox Home Entertainment and Amazon.com are giving away a trip for uh, a trip for one winner and a guest for two people to Friday and Saturday of Comic-Con this na- next year, which is a really hey, cool, cool. I, it's a really cool. cool price plus yeah. $1,000 worth of gift cards. Um, mm-hmm. you, you get a whole bunch of movies, um, hotel accommodations, which is 
That's worth the price <laughs> of admission yeah, right yeah, there. Totally. Price in gold. So um, you have cool. to register for this prize by eleven fifty nine on Saturday, November nineteenth, which is coming up super super quick. The link will be on our website, and you can also go to Amazon.com and check it out. So that's, you, that's something pretty cool. Do you know if you have to buy the movie to enter that? Do you no. have to have seen okay. the movie. <laughs> do you, do you have, have to, to have liked? Do you have to? <laughs> I saw the movie. I saw the See, movie. See, to me, if you do have to buy it, this is a brilliant marketing idea. <laughs> yeah, seriously, part, because now people might. Actually loved it. Purchased the film. Loved it. No, I did not love it. I loved the fact that have you guys all seen it? Yeah. Have you guys yeah. all seen it? I love the fact that Dark Phoenix kind of showed up. Sort of. Kind of. Kind of. Was hinted at. Well, Phoenix showed up. Yeah. She wasn't so dark yet. I like that Xavier mm-hmm. went bold. Oh yeah. I, I, yeah. That was a silly spoilers. Hey. That was a silly oh, yeah. spoiler. Was, was it like the GI Jane scene, like a whole uh, like montage of yeah. him shaving his head? Just like that, exactly Just like, like that. that. So yeah, speaking yeah. of San Diego Comic Con, they, um, as everybody knows, and we're not going to get political here, but we had elections this past week. But one area we, we can did? get. Imagine that. <laughs> That's weird. Nobody's talking about it on Facebook, Facebook or anything. <laughs> yeah. Or so, on the news. I know. I haven't seen Is anything that why about the road it. was blocked off? <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of, of San Diego, they um, they had a, a local measure to try to raise funds to expand the convention center. They had two different uh, measures on the local ballot. Both of them failed. <sighs> so... That I don't know where that leaves everybody. One of them was to jack up hotel room prices. It's like really no. Both of them were to jack up hotel room uh, prices. Well, no, one yeah. up to like sixteen percent tax. Yeah, then no. That's crazy. Yeah, I, like they're not expensive enough already. I mean, if you can get one, it's so frustrating because I understand that you know that. Comic-Con, as it is now, began in San Diego as basically, like, a little comic show with, you know, some artists and people, you know, digging through Mm -hmm. comic bins for back Mm -hmm. issues. But, like, it has grown into this, you know, huge corporate event, Mm -hmm. basically. Behemoth. Yeah, and I... I get it that like San Diego wants to hold on to it, but like it has outgrown San Diego. You I think guys. it has too. Yeah. It's they got to do something, or they got to go somewhere else. Because this was also supposed to build a new stadium for the for the football team there as well. Yeah. And so now the football team has said they might actually leave San, San Diego, Diego. Yeah. because of this. So that's a that's a big loss. Hmm. And what if they lose Comic Con as well? Comic Con is signed up to be there through I think 2018, 18 or nineteen, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. But after that, it's all up in the air. Yeah. And officially, San Diego Comic Con International. Or, it's Comic Con International San Diego. San, yes. Whatever the SDCC. Officially, they were against the measure because it was not a contiguous, you know. Expansion. Sure. They, they want the expa- the to be connected to the convention center, which makes yeah. sense. They're yeah. they're afraid of people going Where, outside. What are they going to do? Knock down a hotel? Like, there's yeah. no. Well, you know, they, are, they are starting to expand. Like uh, the Marriott has a great big new space that they use somewhat yeah, this they, year, but not, yeah. they didn't really fill that space up this year. Yeah, no. They used it for like it was like overflow. It was like gift bags and stuff like that. Yeah. And they used the one of the theaters, the Horton Theater. Yeah. 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 They used that for some programming, but other than that, they. Um, yeah, they still have a little bit of room to, but they have pretty much pushed out as far as they can possibly go. Yeah, so we'll see but what I mean, happens. If they go there. somewhere else, where where would they go? I mean, it's either Vegas or Vegas would be my Vegas, first in- inclination. Vegas yeah. is rolling out the red carpet right now. Yeah, they are trying to get it. Yeah, and Los Angeles is, but Los I've Angeles does that. not absolutely not. <laughs> but when we get into talking about Stanley's uh, Los Angeles Comic Con, oh, did I, br- I? I didn't bring my parking ticket. Uh, no, not Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, no. I mean, that's just uh, 
anyways, so yeah. we'll get there in a second. But uh, I think you guys, we were talking about some other news that I did not know about. Yes. Um, well, Emma, you want to talk about Young, Ju- yes. Young Justice? Yes. Uh, so Young Justice, uh, season two was canceled about halfway through its uh, airing on Cartoon Network. But uh, Warner Brothers Animation announced that it has been renewed for a third season. Good. Uh, as of right now, as far as I can tell, as far as I can find on the internet, it is unclear as to where this season three is going to be happening. Netflix. Uh, but I, th- it is, of course, uh, strongly uh, uh, suspected that it will be uh, on the internet, which is a good thing. Uh, and yeah, it's a it's a great series. Um, uh, fantastic voice cast. As I said, Kari Payton, who I mentioned earlier, uh, is Aqualad in it. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a great show, and I'm happy to see it coming back. So, and it ended on a cliffhanger. It did a big cliffhanger because they'd been teasing since season one. the The light was the you know all the bad guys teamed up to to fight the heroes, and they were talking about their silent partner. You find out at the end of season two. The are you going to ruin it? Are you going to ruin it, dude? No. Okay, go ahead. This uh, is it's been out for years. Yeah, <laughs> you find out that Dark Side is the silent partner. And there's no more episode. It's like, wow! <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. And uh, and uh, Greg Wiseman is one of the producers on it, who oh, of nice. course uh, did the legendary animated series Gargoyles. So <laughs> <laughs> that I did like. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty great. <laughs> and you had something as well. Yes, ABC Disney Marvel. <laughs> has announced that there will be an Inhumans series, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> not a spinoff of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. It's going to premiere in IMAX theaters, Which the is first two episodes. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And then cool. the two episodes that will be broadcast on ABC will have additional material. Uh, but the uh, big reveal, it's not a spinoff of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's going to class- focus on the classic Inhumans characters, so Black Bolt and all that gang. That's <laughs> awesome. Because I, I was reading the press release about that Yesterday, and it's what a great way to premiere a show in IMAX. And yeah, yeah. I don't know how long is it going to be like one of those one night only type things, you know, or who knows? Who knows? I mean, there you go. Go ahead and recoup the costs of uh, the pilot there. And then <laughs> yeah. go on with the yeah. That's smart. That is smart. Yeah. Do we have any other news we need to talk about before we jump into Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con? Without a hyphen. Yeah. I know, I know, without the hyphen. Before no, we I jump don't. into it, though. Somebody in the room actually has had experience with Stan Lee. Oh. Mr. Rick Bond. Rick. Haven't you all? You were... Yeah, all yeah. Of us, you I'm all taking a picture with him. No, yeah. you were just telling us right before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what was the story there? Well, when I first moved to L.A., I wanted to be in the film business. Mm-hmm. And I was working at Paramount Studios, and I thought I'm just going to write all the people I respect and see if I can get a job. <laughs> so I just wrote Stan Lee a letter out of the blue. <laughs> and, you know, when you're starting out in the industry, you send letters to hundreds of people, you know. Mm-hmm. And they don't ever respond back, but Stanley did. It's awesome. So Aww. one day in the mail, I got a buck slip. Who knows what that is? Anybody? So buck slip in the old days when you rejected somebody's script, you had a little thin piece of paper that you attached to the front of it, and you'd scribble on it, sorry, no thanks, <laughs> blah, 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 and you'd send that back. Now it's all email. But in those days, he sent me back a buck slip with Spider-Man on it, and he, <laughs> and he wrote a personal note. He said, sorry, we don't have any jobs, but you write a great letter. <laughs> That's cool. That's great. That's and, awesome. you know, I kept that. That was, like, my prized possession. I hope you next. framed it or something. Of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, I was the kid who went to uh, athletics and stood outside and got all the stars' autographs when mm-hmm. I was a kid. 
but this took the cake. So, awesome. so then flash forward to this year, it was going to be his last appearance of at course. Portland <laughs> in September. And Is that I, Ro- Rose City? Uh, yeah. Rose City. And okay. so I have two. I have two boys under the age of eleven, and I bought them the comic. You know, his biography that's mm-hmm. in comic form that came out last Christmas or something. Oh, I didn't see that. No. Yeah, it's it's a hardback, and it's all his career in comic book form. It's really wow. great. And so my eleven year old has gone to bed every night reading Stan Lee's autobiography in comic form. So I took them, flew them up to Portland to meet Stan Lee. And so we got in the long line, you know, and met him. And, you know, it's really cool because he's obviously much older, Mm -hmm. but he still has so much energy and a flash in his eyes, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And you would think with a long line of people that who cares yet enough. But he he looked up with every person. He engaged them, and I thanked him for his buck slip many years ago in his <laughs> autograph and then my boys just beamed all the way home so. that's awesome yeah. right that's on awesome. I want awesome. you to be my dad <laughs> <laughs> did you get have you guys seen Stan Lee's uh, cameo in Doctor Strange oh yeah. Yeah. yes it's the best <laughs> it is the best so alright so um, let's go ahead and move on to we do have a lot to cover so we're, I'm going to try to keep us on schedule um, Stan Lee's speaking of Stan Lee his uh, Los Angeles Comic Con it's not the LA Comic Con Los, Los Angeles, Angeles Comic Con. Um, Luke, did you have a? Can you do you have a? Do you have the stats? Or you want me to do those stats? I can do the stats. Yeah, yeah. Do, do the it? stats. Jim. All right. Do so, the stats. No. What's interesting is this year. Last year, Stanley's uh, Kamikaze had seventy three thousand. This year, Stanley's LA Comic Con jumped up over ninety one thousand. That's a big jump That's in a one big year. Jump. Yeah. I mean, in comparison, uh, San Diego Comic Con is around one thirty. So that's a big jump in one year. A lot of people say it's because of the low ticket prices and kids can go free. Forbes yeah. magazine said that last year seven million dollars was spent there. Spent there. This year, ten million dollars. So that's wow. huge. And um, I was going to hold up my ticket. The only my one complaint, and I'm sure there are many, but I had a blast at Stanley's Comic Con this year, except for that ticket. That one ticket, and I checked all the parking signs. I put the money in the meter. It was perfect. I don't know how I got the ticket, but uh, this being in LA, I have no idea how to well, find that. What ticket. was the ticket for? I don't know. <laughs> How it, much was the ticket? 65 bucks. Whoa. Yeah, that's, oh. that's an L.A. street parking ticket yeah. for sure. I probably had two days of pay. It's probably up to 250 now. So yeah. we'll yeah, see Yeah, it basically happens. said, like, yeah, don't park. Well, no, it said it was, like, two four-hour parking until, like, six or something. And then and you paid up until that time. So I paid uh, up for past six. Maybe I paid too much. You should contest that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You should uh, oh, it. Just send it to Stanley. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> He'll take care of it. He'll so, take care um, of it for you. So, Let's cut him in. So, so, Tom and Emma, too. you guys both did some panels this year. I know, Emma, you did some of the AfterBuzz panels. Can you did. tell us about those? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I did a panel along with my uh, co-hosts, uh, Megan Salinas and Katie Cullen, uh, for uh, our Star Wars Rebels after show. So we kind of did just like an overview of the series so far and then really delved into a lot of the stuff that we're dealing with in season three, which is the current season. Uh, we also had a great guest uh, who is a huge Star Wars fan has actually worked on a number of the Star Wars video games, um, Darren DePaul, who's mm-hmm. also the voice of Reinhardt in Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, and it was amazing to see him from like Saturday to Sunday just like skyrocket in popularity. Like Sunday, he had a huge line all day. And then literally the next weekend was BlizzCon. And <laughs> over the course of the week, he'd gained like 2,000 Twitter followers. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> he's such a nice guy. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and he's uh, the voice of the main uh, antag- one of the main antagonists in um, Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, it, it's great. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, it was really fun. It, you know, we had a good sized room. It was, I you would guys say, had a big 
big room. We came in and saw it. You yeah. came in a big room. You showed some really cool clips. Yeah, from the we did, and we we had a good turnout, and uh, and we had a great uh, Star Wars panel in there right mm-hmm. after us as well, uh, presented by uh, Four Center Podcast uh, with dear friends of mine, um, Ken Napzok. Uh, uh, Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa, as well as uh, Mark Ellis, who does a bunch of stuff over at Collider and Schmoes. And it was just a great, it was a great time. You, know? you guys looked like you were having a bu- yeah, lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, we, we had a really good time. I mean, you know, I, I do a lot of panels at conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was very flattered that, uh, that Joseph was like, huh, I liked that presentation thing I'm gonna put together. I should I should probably do something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, so it was, it, was a, it was a good time. Awesome, yeah. awesome. <laughs> And you did a panel as well, Tom. Yes, I hosted the Trailer Park panel. My buddy uh, Bill Walters, Bill Waters from San Fran, couldn't get out of work commitments, so he asked me to actually host it instead of just being on it. So I included <laughs> one of our film professors, Ryan Isaac, who's actually a film critic, to join me. So we showed basically trailers for forty-five minutes and talked about them afterwards. Nice. Yeah. And uh, what was really cool is there was a kid in the audience. He probably was no older than ten. He had insights worthy of some of my undergrad students. <laughs> my favorite one was Passengers. That's so great. Because I don't know if you've seen the trailer for right. Passengers. Yeah. It's, it's a like, great okay, trailer, yeah. The movie's coming out in December. You really should have dropped the trailer a little bit before. Sooner, yeah. October. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he basically said, it kind of looks like gravity, but with a woman and a man. <laughs> <laughs> and two days earlier, one of my students said the same thing in class. <laughs> so I talked to him and his kinda parents does, afterwards. Yeah. So, but it, it was a good time. People were into it, um, and we showed the you know all the good geek stuff, you yeah. know, all the superhero stuff. Yeah, yeah. A lot more Marvel than DC, and uh, of course uh, the new Harry Potter. Yes. Sorry that. Well, yeah, I, know, I was going to say because because the uh, Fantastic Beast, Fantastic Beast, because yeah. yeah. the, the Wonder Woman trailer wasn't out yet by the time no. LA Comic Con yeah. happened. So yeah, yeah. the new yeah. one wasn't out, so we showed the old, the old one. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's two Wonder Woman trailers so far, right? Yes, yeah. but yeah. the yeah. new one is like where it's at. It's amazing. <laughs> it's an awesome trailer. Actually, I don't think we were able to show the new one because I didn't have internet connection. Okay. In the uh, room, so I thought I had it queued up and it didn't play. Yeah. Oh, it was one of those yeah. panels where it's like, ah, uh, sorry. Emma, did you make it over to the, uh, the After Buzz app? Walking, Walking Dead? Dead, I did not. Okay. Uh, I think actually I was, because I also was emceeing a little bit for uh, Nerdfest, which is a uh, event that happens at LA Comic Con every year. I think this is the third year that they've done it. Um, and uh, it's run by my friend Stephanie Pressman, uh, who's part of like a Harry Potter improv group. And mm-hmm. basically her sort of concept is that all of the improv and musical variety groups and just basically anybody that does any sort of like performance that's based in like a nerdy fandom it just kind of brings everybody together and everybody has like you know anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour depending on sort of what they need and yeah so it's just like a big variety show that goes on all day long oh really yeah yeah so I uh, I emceed for that I introduced a few acts I had to uh, be the very uh, sad uh, bearer of the news that Hamilton's had to cancel, uh, uh, and instead we had uh, the X Files improv group. Yes, who are yes. great. <laughs> they're so they're so good, <laughs> but like people were real sad about yeah. Hamilton's. Oh, I, I bet, I bet. <laughs> that'd be hard for that group to try and win the audience back I know, after that news. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Luke, 
what, what we went to so Luke was uh he was dressed up he was cosplaying as um Abraham from yes. Walking Dead. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have there he is if you're taking a look at him right now. If yep. you have yep. not seen the episode, yes, Abraham had a, a conversation with Lucille the bat in the I feel season so bad opener. For him. He was just he's left, left and it was crazy. What was Glenn's front of magazines? All that. And, and, I, and that's, that was well, right outside of... I was the only Abraham there that I yep. saw, too. But the picture yeah. they're looking at was right yeah. after Emma's um, Star Wars panel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we have another picture of right there where you mm-hmm. met oh, uh, yeah. Glenn. I pop in Glenn. Oh. I pop in Glenn. Oh, you got an Egan oh. behind you. I searched. Yeah, all, everybody Egan. talked about him like all day. They're like, you got to get a picture with... There's a Glenn with like his eye popping out. And then oh. I searched all day and then finally like about to like walk out, didn't see him all day. And then all of a sudden like there he is in the... It was so crazy because they found a billion Negans around. We we found that Negan, and then there was uh, that Glenn, and then Luke, and then all these different characters as Walking Dead. They kneeled down, and then there was a crowd of probably no less than seventy five to one hundred people that were just like crowding around. Um, That's a big franchise, and I tell you what, it was getting a lot of fans. And then there, and then this last picture here. This is a. Luke's wearing the shirt yeah, right, right now right that he got there. Oh, man. <laughs> what a story, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell who is that, Luke? It's Tommy Wiseau. What's, so, the, what's the movie? The Room. The Room. Of course. <laughs> and also promoting his new film, Best Friends, coming out. No. With oh, Mark man. himself in it. It's the yeah, same two people. Together. Same two people back. awesome. But uh, he's a great guy. You can always go to the booth. You spend like $10, buy a shirt. Or get like a foot, like a football, like they have like a bunch of stuff. He'll sign it, get a picture with. So you. we have asked him to come on the show. They have. Yeah. So we said we'll send over the uh, the press kit, and they're like, "Who are you? What show is?" And they're very, very particular about where Tommy goes. I'm like, okay, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But what was the panel we went to? That that really cool one that day. Wait, are you wearing it? I'm wearing it. It's the shirt I got on right now. Batman. It was awesome. That was such a great panel. The reason I brought up you wearing the the back is Luke walked up to the front of the room to find a seat, and the room started giving him a standing ovation because of his costume. It was pretty great. But tell him about the panel. Yeah, we had Adam West, Burt Ward, and then is that this Lee Merriweather there? This Lee Merriweather. Yeah, is, is that from the movie? Yep. Is it Lee Merriweather? If the she was that in the movie. That is your shirt from the movie. I think. Though, yeah, is I, what the, I'm saying. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> there. But yeah the three of them. They're, they're promoting the the new like cartoon, the new animated like, Return of the Cape Crusaders. Yeah, yeah. which is uh, he's awesome. Yeah, I think which is the voicing their, their young selves. Yeah, I think again. that's awesome. And they're making a sequel. Yep. Are they? And then they said at the panel that William Shatner will be playing Two Face in the next one. Yeah, and, and, and John Takei said, "Duh." <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing that Burt Ward sounds exactly like he did yeah, when they he were, was. They were saying that he sounded a fifteen lot years like, old. Yeah, like he was. He was twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. Over he was back. He sounds back like there fully in it. And then I actually met Lee Merriweather after down on the floor area and stuff. I actually worked with her on a short film called In Memory. With a bunch of friends of mine, and she's just such a lovely person. And I've heard she's so. perfect. <laughs> she's beautiful. She's <laughs> such a beautiful wonderful. lady. Yeah. yeah, and um, and her daughter was there with her. We got yeah. some pictures of that too. So that was really nice. cool. So, what's your overall impression of this year's Stanley's Los Angeles Comic Con? I'm think? really glad I took an Uber. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will never drive oh. down there again. It's not going to happen. Ticket, ticket. Yeah, I think that is probably if they're going to keep it in LA. <laughs> They're going to have to find a uh, solution for that. Plus, they had construction going on. That yeah, was, there was so much traffic, and that's why you just parked on like a side street. Cause, yeah, like it would have taken like yeah. a half an hour to forty-five. minutes. I parked like six blocks away. Yeah. I, I mean, and walked half an hour to the the convention. So I couldn't find anywhere to park. I couldn't even get up there to f- look for a place to park. 
Yeah. Emma's always a. Emma never drives, so she. No. She no. But what if about I, the, if I go out? It's like, no, nah, I'm not driving. <laughs> the programming. Yeah. What do you guys think about the programming? Uh, you were part of the programming, but <laughs> I, well, I mean, for it's me, I, I mean, I, I felt like for me, anytime there's a convention in Los Angeles, I very much feel like my attentions are very divided. Um, so, like with uh, with LA Comic Con, it was like I was going and I was doing the things that I needed to do, and then like I went home. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like I live in LA, so. I just have other stuff I should be taking care of. <laughs> <laughs> One thing that kind of stunk is Entertainment Weekly had their EW Pop Fest I hated the that. same exact yeah, weekend. Yeah. Right. So I went to Stan Lee's Saturday, and then mm-hmm. I went to EW Pop Fest for half day Sunday after mm-hmm. church. And it was just a few blocks away. Was, yeah, they yeah. weren't even that far away. Yeah. How, like, how was that, though? How was that? Fun? It was kind of cool. I mm-hmm. mean, they had... The entire they had casts of like Teen Wolf and This Is Us and Supernatural uh, was there. The two, and, yeah. yeah, Supernatural. The two leads from uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yep. Mm. So that was kind of cool. And 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 that's kind of like the Pop Fest. Although it sounds kind of cool, it is what a Comic Con is if you take away. I guess the geek element of it, right? Well, the insanity of the you know the parking was much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Over and, at the Reef LA, right? Uh huh. I, th- I think it's what they. And call they it. had booths set up with you know you could get swag and whatnot. Yeah. But completely different vibe. Right, right. And um, the thing I liked about uh, Stanley's Comic Con was it it seemed like every... I I was reading... Forbes said they they estimated 90% of the attendees were cosplaying. Which was... I I mean, how is that? That many? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think it was that many? Um, I was... You you were cosplaying. I, I didn't cosplay that day, but... Um, I love Sometimes the co- you can't tell. I mean, people would <laughs> be cosplay. <laughs> I'm I'm downtown LA, normal, man. You know, I know. Never know who will wander in. <laughs> but yeah, one thing that's always great about the smaller conventions is the lines are shorter. Like, usually the Batman thing, there would have been like a super, super long line or people would have been camping out or doing all that. But we showed up like maybe five or ten minutes before and was able to just jump in the line and then Kevin Smith was even like running the panel. Oh yeah, I, oh, nice. I forgot Kevin Smith yeah. was there. Too. So it was awesome just to be able to go in and see like one of the best panels of the day just like that. So mm-hmm. it's one of the benefits to going to the smaller ones too. You get to get more up close and personal with with all the panels and everything. Mm-hmm. But you're calling 91,000 a I know, smaller I one. was going to say. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, yeah. not, that's, it's not really a small show anymore. It, yeah. it started as a smaller yeah. show but it's just, it's not I think it's Small. only four years old. Yeah. It's only yeah. four years old. It's already to 91,000. It either yeah. points to the popularity of Stanley, of Comic-Cons, yeah. or something. Well, and also, the, you know, the location. I mean, there, there's something to be said for the oversaturated market. Because in Los Angeles and in Southern California in general, I think you kind of toe that line of, okay, yes, we have a lot of options when it comes to conventions. Mm-hmm. But because we have so many options when it comes to conventions, we also have a population that is super aware that that's something that they should be looking out for. Right. Whereas if you go do a show in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. for example, like the people that it's just not even something that's on their radar. Yeah. So you d- you have to be like really careful about like what kind of markets you mm-hmm. you select to do shows in. And you know, LA benefits from like being in a in a world where like people are really interested in being involved, right? In kind of the nerd scene, if you will. Well, and it's kind of like LA's one of the centers of the nerd universe. Yeah, I, absolutely. It's, true. Well, it's the center of the entertainment universe. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. So it makes sense, and so it's easy. To, it's a little bit easier to get some of the the talent. Yes. In the panels. Yep. Plus, when it comes to cosplay, you've got some of the best costume yeah. talent in the world here. Yeah, so, I absolutely. Mean, and how many we have? We have Stanley's. Last year we had WonderCon there, which 
has advertisements it's going back to, Anaheim. to Anaheim, which is hallelujah. Yeah, no, I'm happy. I'm about so that. happy about <laughs> that. It's kind of LA-ish. We have the anime conventions here. Yeah, anime expo. They had yeah. the Doctor Who. Con- I mean, there's. I mean, yeah. there's no end that, to, no, no. to conventions yeah, yeah, at yeah. LA Post. We've got LA, LA Comic Con and Comic Expo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so. Yeah, Southern California is uh, a wash and yes. a blessing of Comic Cons yes. right now. So um, I, I hope it, it's a great thing, but it also um, points to I think what you said. It, it is the perfect place for it. Vegas is getting more. Mm-hmm. Florida is just yeah, starting to pop up. up. Yeah. Like um, we didn't. There were even more comic conventions. I, and I think um, I think it might have been you that said that it's the tourist parts of the country are starting to flourish with comic cons right now. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I and I mean and as well they should because those areas are equipped to deal with a large influx of people. You mm. know, you already have people that are thinking like. Oh, I should go to Las Vegas or I should go to Orlando because right. there's things for us to do there. And right. then just making a comic convention another thing to do there. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to go, great, well, we're going to plan our trip to Disney World around the same time as Megacon. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and they yeah. added Megacon Tampa. There. I know. Yeah. yeah. It just we, happened. Those are giant. I mean, like the Megacon that's going to Orlando this year, they're anticipating. It's a near a hundred thousand participants. Yeah, this, this that does year. not surprise me. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's it's nuts. Anyways, so let's kind of wrap up uh, Stan Lee's Comic Con. Do we have any closing thoughts on that? Because uh, we do have something really fun to jump into right next. Fix the parking. Yeah, <laughs> I think if they fix the parking, it's, it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. It really yeah. is. I, I love the giant lobby where everybody gathers at the end of the day, and you can see all the different the cosplay. cosplays. Yeah, Whereas in, in San Diego, it's kind of cool, but it's this long hallway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in this one, you get up on the stairs, and you can see everybody. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Um, I, I, I had a great time. Uh, on Saturday night, they had the the Halloween Saturday night Halloween cosplay ball featuring the Flux Capacitors, which was pretty cool. And you're friends with the Flux Capacitors, right? Yeah, great guys. I believe and they're that, all over town too. I was going to say, I believe yeah. that Library Bards performed at that as well. Oh, did they? Okay, uh, okay. Who are dear friends of mine. So. Very cool. <laughs> Very good. Did you go to that the ball that night? I did not. I, I, I didn't make it to home. that either. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what so. I was doing. You, you, I laundry maybe? sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so that was uh, Stan Lee's uh, Stan Lee's LA Comic Con, Los Angeles Comic Con, yes. which promises to be back next year and probably even bigger. So um, fix the parking, and we will be back. All right. <laughs> We're moving into something right now that I think is going to be kind of fun. Since we're here towards the end of the year, we decided let's talk about what this year has been. And uh, collectively between all of us, especially Emma and, and Tom, I mean, we, we we probably have 20 or 30 conventions that we've hit this year, yeah. um, if not more, all over the country, too. So what we decided to do is, like, it would be kind of cool to see what were the 10 most important uh, fandoms that were affecting the Comic Con circuit this year, affecting all the conventions. What we mean by important, um, they af- they affected the panels, the cosplay, the cons themselves. Some of them had their own conventions. So, like, and I'm not going to start. I want to start right down here with Emma. Let's everybody, let's everybody grab one and go with it. Uh, for me, awesome. Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, because of Pokemon Go. Like, Pokemon had a real resurgence this year, uh, and Veronica Taylor, who was the original voice of Ash in the English dub of Pokemon, has done a ton of shows this year. She's doing great. Like, yeah, absolutely. I, I know in San Diego, they were they started in a small room, and then towards the end of the convention, mm-hmm. they moved into Hall H. Yep. Yeah. So move. over the weekend, they had to oh. move it just because it ex- that was yep. San Diego was almost yep. ground zero for where it exploded and this a lot, summer. And a lot of suckers uh, <laughs> stood around by Hall H for hours on Sunday because they heard a rumor that they were going to drop a legendary that turned out to be 
a rumor. Were you uh, there, Were you there? No, I was not. I was, there I was catching a lot of Pokemon that weekend, though, because I was finally near a water source where exactly. you get the water Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. Instead Wait, of, you what? know, in, the, in L.A. where it's all done. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Tom. I'm going to say Arrowverse. Okay, okay. The uh, Arrowverse, which is bigger yeah. than just Arrow. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's the CW DC, DC shows, TV shows yeah. which now includes Supergirl, uh, Flash, Flash, Arrow. People aren't really costuming Legends of Tomorrow yet. Mm-hmm. But, man, Arrows, dime a dozen. Black Canaries, same. Yeah. Flashes, zooms, yeah. reverse flashes. Just, you know. I didn't see too many Supergirls. No, there are quite a few toward, the end, toward the end of the season, yeah. Uh-huh. Quite a few So Supergirls. you're grouping those all together. They're all the, I'm, I'm calling it all the Arrowverse. And it's more than just the fact that you saw tons of cosplay. What, why are you saying this was an, one There's of the... Uh, a lot of programming at Dragon Con was related to the show. That's right, mm-hmm. okay. So. All right. And they're, and they're a hot draw. These, uh, what's it called with... Uh, Heroes and Villains Fan Fest or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That draws heavily on those Arrowverse. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Barrowman. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, for crying. Everybody's all Barrowman. over. Yep. <laughs> craziest, the craziest panel you could ever go to. Yes, <laughs> but worth it. If you I, never I, I moderated one panel, with you. Really oh, you moderated a Barrowman panel? I lost oh, control was pretty quickly. I was going to yeah. say you, you really can't moderate for Barrowman. Well. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Derek. Yeah, well, you know which one I'm going to pick. No. It's Star Trek. Mm. Oh, It was yeah, the 50th yeah. anniversary. Um, there were so many panels. Yeah. And then, of course, you had a premiere of the new Star Trek movie at San Diego Comic Con. Yes. So yeah, great. Which, huge. Yeah, I mean, it was really cool to do that. I, the movie, I didn't think was that great. They had Brian Fuller making the circuit this year, even though yeah. he's no longer the showrunner. Mm. I, I know. That makes me sad. But, but he was involved enough in yes. the, in the yeah. creation process that I'm still... I'm still I'm optimistic. cautiously optimistic. And Jerry Taylor co-created Voyager. Need I say more? <laughs> I love Voyager. <laughs> I, I am so very. Voyager ended up being very good. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, I disagree. I love how they fought later. the board. Like every other episode. I thought, <laughs> I thought they ruined the board. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, okay, so you say Star Trek because it, this was the 50th year. And because, okay, because they had the, the movie. movie they yeah. had, there was a movie that came out. They, they premiered the film at Comic-Con. Then you had so many panels... Um, not a, William but, Shatner was everywhere this yeah. year. I, yeah. William Shatner is always everywhere. <laughs> but there's a reason this year. I think over Labor Day weekend, William Shatner literally did like four different conventions over the course of the four possible days right. of the main shows. So well, a lot yeah. of the other Star Trek actors too. Like I feel like I've seen Michelle Nichols on yeah, almost every guest list yeah. that we've looked at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, my Star choice. Trek will and, be okay, we, we got Pokemon, Arrowverse, Star Trek is three. Mine, I think. It has to be The Walking Dead. No, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> mine. I dress like the guy. Okay, so I'll let you take it. I'll take a different hey, one. Hey, put that bat away. Oh, so now Jim gets to do two. <laughs> no, okay. You want that one? Yeah. I can okay. Go now All right. Here, you, I will you take this one. That one because I'm going to take this one. Star Wars. Oh, it's 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 almost. Yeah. A, it, it's kind of always been an evergreen. Fridays has always yep. been Star Wars Day, but Star Wars did not go to San Diego Comic Con this year. Why? They had their own stinking convention I know. again mm-hmm. in London. Which well, it was celebration. Amazing. Europe. So. Celebration Europe. They're coming back next year to do Celebration Orlando, but um, for the 40th anniversary. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's right. It's yeah. 40th anniversary next year. It's, okay, here's the thing. Star Wars had a, this little movie that came out that made two billion dollars. They're having one coming out. They're book. They're book ending this year with a movie. Force Awakens at the beginning. Rogue One at the end. Rogue One is not going to do two billion, but it'll do one point two at least. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What's It'll happening. make I money. It's, yeah. It, it, it could be the worst movie ever. It's going to make money. So <laughs> super excited about that. And the cosplay is unrelenting. And then every other panel is a Star Wars this. Star, the, the psychology of Star Wars. The uh, the technology of Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, that's true. You, uh-huh. can't, you can't get away from Star Wars. Star Wars is the reason I came to Los Angeles. I love that movie <laughs> so much. Of the Starship Smackdown. All right. Luke. The- well, I really think The Walking Dead puts the bat to the head of all of these. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's been no more hype, no bigger thing going on. You go to all the cons, there's a hundred Negans just everywhere. This Cosplay. is become, like the biggest villain out there since... And a bunch of Ricks. A yeah. mm-hmm. bunch of Ricks and one and Abraham. Of, and, and a bunch of Michelle's. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot well, what of What about the panels at San Diego? Oh, yeah. They had Pax Hall Age. They had the big premiere in New York in, um, what's the big arena in New York? Uh, Javits Center? No. The, oh, oh, Madison Square. Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden is where they had the, the Walking Dead premiere. Yeah. But what they have their own stinking series of conventions. Walker, the Walker Stalker. Stalker Con. Yeah. And something at the sea that we've been talking about, too. What's that? The cruise ships. Uh-huh. And all yeah. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had, yeah. 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 I mean... They kill off so many characters, they just have the biggest cast in the world, right? Yep. I mean, yeah. And just now when Derek was going over all of these, there's Walking Dead cast at every single one of these conventions. Yeah. And and all of them that we didn't mention. Yeah. You know? So I, I think you are correct in that yes. one. I, I don't I, I would almost argue that's probably the biggest one right now. But yeah. I, I somebody would have to fight me over it. It also is the most sort of current one right now because the new season started airing not all that long ago. Yeah. So I think that our uh, that like I'm skewed. Everyone's a little skewed towards yep. Walking Dead right now. And yep. it's the hottest scripted show on TV. Yeah. Yep. Even though I hated the season premiere, but we'll get over well, that. <laughs> All yes. right, Rick, what do what you got for us? I'm going to go a little more general and say it was the year of the power of women. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. I think uh, yeah. the power of women, uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick and all of that yeah, controversy yeah. around her writing. Uh, it's affected the comics that have been published. Can you it's explain that real quickly panels. for whose people don't know? They might know it better than I do. Okay. But um, she's such an outspoken, amazing woman creator and writer in the field mm-hmm. and has received a lot of flack. And and Chelsea Kane, who mm-hmm. came in and wrote, who's a friend of Kelly's, and then ended up getting run off Twitter. Uh, for her things, and I see it. I have a teenage daughter, and she went as Ray to one. In yeah. fact, we uh, ran into Tom at Emerald City Comic Con, oh, nice. and Tom was dressed as Finn. Finn. Oh. <laughs> and we hadn't seen Tom in years, so suddenly it was Ray. Fiona Finn. was a baby the last time I saw. Her. Yeah, and I was like, no. That's I saw amazing. the costume. She was amazing. Yeah, that was great. it was fun. And and the cons that I was at, I'd see a lot of Maleficent still, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. Supergirl. So I think, you know, the power of women rising up and saying this is our industry, this is our medium. I think you're right. We want to be yeah. represented. You know, all of that power has been great to see. Well, and just, just, just about anybody who saw Batman versus Superman, their favorite thing about it was Wonder, Wonder Woman. Okay, okay, okay. Easily, I, easily. I, I, we'll throw Wonder Woman into that, but I am going to argue she is her own – She Wonder Woman this year, this was the year of Wonder Woman, 75th anniversary, so. Yeah. But we'll do, but I agree. And uh, just last, not last week or the week before, the New York Times ran a great big giant article about how exactly what you're saying, how women are kind of like the new force in fandom right now, especially, they were talking about women in Star Wars specifically. Yes. So. Yeah, I mean, well, because Lucasfilm, for me, has just, to me, this is a company that is so sort of like aware of its kind of social responsibility, and they mm-hmm. just do it. You know what I mean? Like every Kathleen ev- Kennedy. 
Yeah, Kathy Kennedy's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and every, because it's like every new protagonist is a woman or a person of color. Yep. Um, I talk with, there's still no shortage of white guys. No, there yeah, is still, there's still right. a lot of white, but I'm saying like, the, I mean, I'm saying the majority <laughs> of the new characters, specifically the characters that are introduced as the heroes, mm-hmm. are either, you know, women or minorities. Well, I did have to, um, for this magazine article I was doing, I interviewed Kathleen Kennedy just uh, probably last month, and she says that they are going to start looking more at their cast. And she said, yeah. because of Rogue One being in the vein of a World War II movie, they were able to scout, pick people from all across the world. Mm-hmm. And she goes, I would like to remind everybody that George Lucas, back in the 70s, single-handedly chose Carrie Fisher to be one of the most iconic um, yeah. um, characters uh, ever. Yep. So, I, I mean, they are really big on it right now. And she became a Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her that. <laughs> don't, don't tell her that. Alright, alright. So, that's an awesome one. That's an awesome one. I, I'm going to jump back, though, and say Wonder Woman. I do think that Wonder Woman is her own franchise. She's got a movie coming out next year. She was the best thing of a not-so-great movie this year. <laughs> and, um... Um, Entertainment Weekly has rated her as the single most powerful uh, superhero because, not only just because of who she is, she's the one person who can take on Superman, but she mm-hmm. is just like an inspiration to a generation of women. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to p- say Wonder Woman. And she was appointed UN Special Ambassador. Yes, she was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. That was just the last week or so. So, and then one, two, three, okay, four, five, six, seven. We got seven. We got okay. seven. Uh, we, uh, we have not yet mentioned Stranger swim. Things. Oh, oh yeah. Stranger Things. I saw a lot of 11s. A lot of 11s. So yeah. many people were 11. For I've seen people as down. the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. that, was, that was really a popular costume at Halloween. At Halloween, right? everybody yeah. had all the lights oh, on. I saw, it was I saw great. Uh, a bunch of barbs also. Oh, yeah, barbs. Yes. I know. So I do think that 2016, at least midway through, became a Stranger Thing year because... Um, every one of these panels, they're having cast from Stranger yeah. Things. Yep. Uh, the cosplay from Stranger Things, and nobody stopped talking about Stranger Things. They've already started talking about season three, and even season, season three, season three, season two's not even started production yet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm so excited. Eleven is back. Yes, so. she is back. <laughs> and plenty of waffles. All right, Emma, do you have another one? Uh, I think for me, I I just want to like on the anime front of things, mm-hmm. it would be One Punch Man. One Punch Man. Yeah. One. I don't know what that okay, is. So, I don't either. So One Punch Man is basically about a uh, superhero. His name is Saitama. And he, they're in, in this world, there's like basically like a whole league of heroes. And he's kind of like a top tier hero. And he was just sort of a regular dude uh, who got bored and like trained to be an amazing like athlete, superhero, what have you. Um, and he trained so hard uh, that all of his hair fell out. And he's so strong and unstoppable now that he kills every enemy with one punch. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But w- does he vary the punch? What's that? Does he vary the punch? No, it's pretty it's pretty <laughs> standard. Just yeah, just like a, Under, a And uh, you would jab. argue he is one of the most important is one of the most important because of why. Oh, it's it's just like I mean any so like Viz is the company that um, distributes it domestically and like all over their booth displays. I mean obviously like they also have Sailor Moon which is a huge property but like yeah. One Punch Man just, like, blew up this year. It was all over, um, uh, as I say, all over, like, their booth advertising, and they did sort of, like, official panels at a lot of the um, bigger anime conventions, like Anime Expo, where they announced a lot of the English-language cast. Uh, and, you know, the all of a sudden, it's like, I have a, I have a lot of friends uh, who do work on the English-language production of One Punch Man, and they are in, like, high demand for conventions oh, now. Oh, One Punch Man. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, so I, I think that, you know, sort 
I, for me, the reason that it kind of sticks out to me, whereas last year I would have said it was Attack on Titan, because I feel mm-hmm. like yeah. everyone, la- like even last year, for the most part, even if you weren't an anime fan, you were at least somewhat aware of Attack on Titan, or like yeah. you would see right. an image of it and be like, oh, I recognize that. It's kind of like you just did right now where you saw Saito and you're like, oh yeah, I do know that guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, it just kind of, it, it permeates more into kind of quote unquote mainstream uh, entertainment. <laughs> All right. So this is what we got. Number one, uh, th- no particular order. Uh, one, Pokemon. Two, the Arrowverse. Three, Star Trek, especially 50th anniversary. Four, Star Wars. Woohoo! Five, Walking Dead. Six, The Power of Women. Seven, Wonder Woman. We might can, can put her maybe, up here. Maybe. maybe. We'll yeah. see. Um, eight, Stranger Things. Nine, One Punch Man. What is ten? I'm going to say Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. There are 14 films yeah. and three television shows on Netflix so far, yeah. with mm-hmm. number four launching yeah. soon and the fifth one joining it. Actually, fifth and sixth, because Punisher, they snuck in Punisher. Yeah. It was too funny. It's yeah. Like they hadn't officially announced Punisher until the set photos started showing up. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, we're shooting Punisher, so we might get three next year. Wow. But, man, just all of them, from Captain America, who had a big movie this year. Yep. Doctor Strange has, has the number one movie in the world. It's about mm-hmm. to hit $500 million. It's been out two weeks domestically. So, mm-hmm. so uh, and the TV... Lots of Daredevils. Jessica Jones is showing up a lot. I yeah. saw Luke, Luke Cage's at at LA Comic Con yep. with the bullet written hoodies. It's like <laughs> they are an unstoppable force. And the thing that's amazing is what they did with the beginning of the MCU before they got Spider Man on board. They turned B list characters into A list characters. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. brilliant what they've done, and it's all about good storytelling. Yep. All right. Do we have any any last one before we stop right here? Anything else? Anything else? Well, just adding, can we... I know I know the universes are technically separate because, you know, a different uh, studio is owning them, but, like, they're Deadpool... Owning film rights. I know, it's the film rights, yes. I but, know. like, we can... Uh, just add um, Deadpool and X-Men and stuff and Spider-Man into that. Because... Well, no, Spider-Man's part of MCU. Yeah, Spider-Man's MCU. Oh, it, is, it is now, yeah. yes. Yeah. However... You're you, ta- you, you, yeah. you can lump in those the Fox, Fox. the Fox, yeah. Fox yeah. Marvel. Yeah. Yes, because you, there were Deadpool's were everywhere as Seriously. cosplayers, yeah. and even okay at WonderCon there were so many Spider Men. Yeah. So the Fox Marvel. I'll tell you what. So a instead of eleven, we will let Wonder Woman lead our women. Yes. In, in, in industry this year, and so number ten is the Fox Marvel Universe. So I think this is a great one. If anyone out there has any other ideas, any other opinions, please let us know. We're going to be putting this together onto uh, theconguy.com. Assembling, assembling this together, and hopefully you guys agree with us, and hopefully you disagree with some of the stuff. We'd love to hear what you say. We are going to finish. We're going to wrap up the show this week with something a little bit fun. Tom suggested this week we had not only did we have a, a year of great movies, great TV, we had a year of terrible movies and terrible yeah. television. So Tom yeah. said we were talking about let's talk about the cosplay this year. What are some of the best cosplay from the worst movies? All right, ready, set. Go. Uh, well, obviously, Wonder Woman from uh, Batman yeah. vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. I mean, especially seeing the women that specifically made, you know, the armor that was inspired by what Gal Gadot wore in that movie. Amazing. And Did you say Dawn of Justice or Yawn of I, Justice? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I believe I said Dawn, but hopefully, not to it. hopefully by this time next year, it will be Wonder Woman from a good movie called <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman. Wonder okay. Woman. All right, Tom. 
Oh, um, since we said Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Harleys okay. and Jokers and Deadshots. Yes. Okay. Oh, my. Th- those are three. Harleys, Jokers. Okay. And On that, all right, my favorite Harley Quinn was the hipster Harley Quinn that I met who got my Agent Mulder costume when she saw oh, it. Nice. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't. And so we both got a picture together because we were both playing characters without pants. Awesome. <laughs> wait, wait, who are you? I was Agent Mulder. Oh, in, in the yeah. in the red Speedo. Yeah. yeah. You have to explain that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> or not. Oh, we <laughs> talked about it. Yeah. Okay, so... Our who, regular listeners So who, who was yours? Derek? Uh, I was I was just saying my what my favorite Harley Quinn was that I saw. Not to pile on, jumping on Batman versus Superman, but let mm-hmm. me pile on. Batman. I saw a ton yeah. of the cool Batman the, costumes, though. Me- Mech Batman. Yeah, and, yeah. With the yeah. Eyes. And, and Nightmare Batman. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Batman. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are, those, like, uh, we have a, I, have a, I should have brought the picture tonight, but Batman and Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And it, the Batman with the eye, you, you had to go up and say, how do you see out of this thing? He had little bitty slits, and that was a great costume yeah. still, not yeah. a great movie. He's like, I don't. I just have Wonder Woman guide me through the hallways. Rick, what, do you have anything? I saw a few killer crocs that weren't too killer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think these are all from the same movie here, right? Yeah, yeah. I are. wasn't too impressed Suicide with Killer Squad. Croc in the movie or no. at the Comic Con. Yeah, I, come on, DC. <laughs> Kick it up a notch. Luke, do you have anything? Well, with what you've all been saying, it, I mean, it's the year of the bat in multiple ways. There's the, the Batman stuff, then there's bats as with Negan, oh. uh, Harley Quinn. Yep. Uh, you know, so much of that going on with the uh, cosplays. And then. We've even seen people wearing like Zoolander two oh, outfits. Oh, yes. the nerds like, the nerds yeah. like us guys. Why? The nerds like us wore those. I think uh, Ter- that was one of the worst movies. I mean, I laughed. Yeah, it was so terrible. But we, th- those guys, who, what was nerds their name? like us? Nerds like us guys were going making the circuit wearing the Zoolander costumes. They looked spot on too. Yeah, Great costumes. Really terrible movie. Um, and the Ghostbusters too. Like, isn't there the mix? Oh, of let's debate that. Oh, wow, that's debatable. Yeah, wow. a lot of okay. A lot of people didn't <laughs> like the new I Ghostbusters. Seen it. I'm I not liked it. It's good or bad. Well, this is about but, bad movies. Yeah. Like, what are people saying about what it? What do you think? I don't know. A lot of people didn't like it. I enjoyed the movie, but I lot- think the problem was just that it was a reboot. But I mean, it was great. The cast was great. I laughed. I had a good time watching it. But yeah. arguably, you could make the case that, like, because like just. It had a lot of bad reviews, so we could still add that to the list just because so many bad people movie. didn't like it. Yeah, I have but no opinion either way. I'm just I haven't seen it. I, I want to mm-hmm. see it. I really want to see it, but I've heard the worst stuff. So my expectations are down here, so I know I'm gonna like yeah, it awesome. a little bit more. Yeah. What about okay, this one's a little bit old, but Bumblebee from Transformers. It's an older movie, I know, but I've you know the guy that keeps on going, he's the big transformer at all the conventions. Mm-hmm. Well, they just announced yeah. there's gonna be a spin-off. Oh movie. yeah, the Bumblebee spin-off yeah. movie, yeah. Seriously, oh, <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. I, it two days I ago. love Transformers, but I do yeah. not care for those Michael Bay films. Oh no! <laughs> okay, you love. Okay, you, I love you Transformers. Mean, you mean the Michael Bay toy commercials? Yeah, okay. yeah. Just, just oh, you love sure. the original Transformers yeah. cartoons? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I really like Transformers Prime, uh, which yeah. was an animated series from like two thousand, a few, a few years ago, and then um, the current series, Transformers: mm-hmm. Robots in Disguise, is a sequel to that. Yep. And also the show, which is actually aimed at kids. Um, yeah. Called Transformers Rescue Bots, which just Rescue. wrapped up its fourth and final season. So they're all fantastic. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what Michael Bay is doing. <laughs> He's making a billion dollars a movie doing garbage. Yeah. <laughs> He's making very expensive, loud, explosive toy commercials. All right, so this is what we have Wonder Woman, Harley, all over the place, The Joker, Deadshots, Batman, The Killer Crocs, Zoolanders, Ghostbusters, 
Bumblebee. Come on, one more. We can have ten. One more. One more bad uh, movie. Derek sent me a list from Rolling Stone and said the worst movies of the summer, and it listed Civil War, which I completely disagree with. No, I disagree with that I, too. Okay. And do we have one more? One more? There's got to be something. We can do nine. We can do nine. It's better the fewer did, bad movies. Did we movies see anybody we... dressed as characters from Warcraft? Warcraft. Well, yeah. I mean, I liked Warcraft. Yeah. Really? Well, what I liked was seeing the uh, Jamie Lee Curtis dressed as an orc. Yeah, at the that was yeah, fantastic. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So which, that was an awesome Jamie cosplay from a bad movie. So <laughs> yeah. I think that should count. Done. Yeah. Okay. What, what is that? Specifically, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis an and, and her son dressed as orcs at the Warcraft premiere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we will wrap it up with ten then. Jamie Lee Curtis. All right. So we have our ten bad costumes. I mean, great costumes from bad movies. We have our ten uh, top performing franchises and fandoms of the year and how they affected Comic Con. This has been fun. This has been a lot of fun. Um, we are going to wrap it up with this. We're going to let everybody introduce them. I mean, reintroduce themselves. Where can we find everybody? Starting down here with Emma. Yes, I am Emma. Emma Fife. I can be found all over the internet at my name, which is Emma Fife. Uh, yeah, at Emma Fife on Twitter, Instagram, all those things. I do a lot, way too many things to talk about. Just follow me on Twitter because I also <laughs> tweet a lot. Thomas Parham at Tom Dave LA. Mm-hmm. I'm Derek Sams at Con Guy Derek. Uh, Rick Bond at Bon, B-O-N-N-R-W on Twitter, and by Indie Comics, number one, two, and three on Comixology. Awesome. Luke Cheeseman, you can find me on theconguy.com or thescareguy.com, and you can look at me on Twitter at conguyluke, and you can also see me scaring Jim (laughs) on the Scare Guy as well. Check out Scare Jim on YouTube. Watch me scare him for real. (laughs) It is part of the Con Guy can get scared. It is part of the con guy. The con guy. I don't know how I am still alive. It's called thescareguy.com. Anyways, I'm Jim Fry. You can find me at theconguy.com on Twitter. It's at theconguy.com. Be checking out theconguy.com. Period. C O M for all the information updates from the show. Hopefully, you guys will subscribe to the podcast next month. We are going to be doing the best and the worst of 2016. You don't want to yeah. miss it. All right. Ha ha ha. What a story, Mark. What a story, Mark. Thank you, everybody, for this week. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Check out. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only, not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.